Guys, I got run over yesterday. It was my first time getting run over, hopefully my last. Um, and I just feel like maybe, maybe I manifested that into existence because for some reason, the thing is with me, I always have intrusive thoughts, well, generally, but especially in regards to getting run over, for instance, well, <laughs> I would say I'm street smart, but there have been some occasions that I can count on one hand where I have almost gotten run over. And so it kind of birthed a thought in my mind about my near-death experiences. And so sometimes when I'm walking and a bus is coming, I think what would happen if the, the bus ran me over? Imagine getting killed by the number 37. <gasps> no, do you know what would be worse? The 484. <laughs> getting run over or killed by a single decker bus is so embarrassing. Please do not let that be me. If anything, if I gotta get murdered by a bus, it has to be the tour bus with that open, open top deck going out in style. But anyways, let me tell you the story about me getting run over because yeah, I, I think about getting run over maybe more than the average person and it's just an experience that I'm curious about. I have asked people in the past, hey, <laughs> have you ever been run over before? Because basically, does anyone listen to Aware and Aggravated with Leo Skeppy? I was listening to, I think, oh, <laughs> I was listening to his podcast once and he was saying how he fucking got run over, but like he got run over bad, like by a car and like rolled on like the windshield or something. And the way that he is just so funny and the way that he was describing that experience was hilarious and I couldn't stop laughing, even though I hope you're okay. <laughs> he is fine, but it's just very funny to me. So let me tell you the story about how I got run over yesterday. This is my survivor story. I was on my way to get a coffee, to get a bun, because the place near me does these really good buns, but only on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and yesterday was Sunday, and I really wanted it as the rose cardamom and pistachio bun. It's so good. It's so good. So I'm walking to go get that, and I have my hands in my pockets, I have my headphones in, I am minding my own goddamn business, and I cross at the zebra crossing. And I look both ways. There is a car coming from my left and there is a motorbike coming from my right. However, I have acknowledged their existence and I proceed to cross because they're coming, but it's the zebra motherfucking crossing. I have right of way. You have to stop for me. You need to be looking where you're going. And it all happened so fast. I was walking, you know, and then and then I just, this, the, the motorbike from my, from my right is just not stopping and I'm already crossing. So then he has to like brake. He like skids off of his bike. Like his bike goes sideways, falls on the floor. He falls on the floor. His helmet falls off and like rolls off. And his motorbike whacks me in the leg. <laughs> and I'm standing there with my hands in my pockets and I just stop and I just look at him. And I'm like, how dare you? you just ran me over and then I'm like oh my god and then I'm like 
I just got one over. This is crazy. And then I had an intrusive thought because the scene, let me paint you the picture, zebra crossing. The sky is cloudy gray because it's kind of raining. This car has stopped and is witnessing the crime. This man has rolled off of his bike. His helmet's here. His little um, mirror, wind, wind, windscreen? No, he, he doesn't have a windscreen because it's a motorbike. His um, wing mirror, tiny, tiny, is like cracked on the floor. Um, something else has fall, fallen off of his motorbike. He's on the floor, disheveled and and doesn't know what to do. And I'm just standing there still with my hands still in my pockets, looking at him in disgust. And the one thing that came to my mind after, oh my God, you just ran me over, was I gotta get a picture. <laughs> I just really wanted to 0.5 my camera, bird's eye view, and get like my feet in it and the, and the scene because it was just so funny. But I read the room and <laughs> I just hold back because I was like, it's not the right time, but I really desperately wish, I wish I could have gotten a picture. But it was kind of jarring to be honest because the vibe he was giving me from the floor, kind of looking at me, was giving, why, why did you cross the road? Um, it's 100% your fault, like that was the vibe. I could, I could tell from his energy, that was the vibe he was giving off. And I didn't like it. I know the law, sir. I know the law. And I've thought many times about getting run over on a zebra crossing because there have been so many instances where usually, usually I'm like, it's a zebra crossing, I can just cross. If they don't stop and they run me over, I'm gonna sue them because it's the law and it's my right of way. Whereas there's just been so many instances recently where I'm about to cross the zebra crossing and I see the car coming and I go to cross and they're literally not even looking. They're like on their phone or they're literally not paying attention and they just go. And then they sometimes they realize and they're like, I'm so sorry. But like, yeah, so I have been a bit more weary than usual on these zebra crossings, but yesterday it seemed fine. And it actually, in hindsight, wasn't my fault at all. And it was just a bit jarring really, because I was standing there, I'm the one that got run over. Yes, you rolled off of your bike, but it's your own fault. You should have been looking where you were going, sir. And it was just really jarring because the car that stopped, that witnessed the crime was a man. And he was a fucking loser. He was he was just, he was a man that was looking out for his other man friend. Boys, actually. You couldn't call them men because zero respect. And I am the one that got run over. Like the bike whacked me in the leg. No, it didn't hurt because I have a high pain threshold. <laughs> so I'm fine. But the guy in the car was like, you weren't looking where you were going to me. And I was like, he wasn't looking where he was going. And I was like, it's a fucking zebra crossing. Like you have to stop. And then I'm like beefing with this fucking loser in his car. And he was like, no, like he was already coming. And I was like, yeah, cause it's a fucking road. You were already coming. You both were already coming. <laughs> you stopped, he didn't. This is not my fault. Why are you trying to blame the woman? Go the fuck away, leave me alone because he was ruining the vibe. He was ruining the vibe. I didn't like his energy. He eventually, oh, and another thing, he goes to the guy, are you okay, bro? Why are you not asking the woman who got run over if I am okay? First of all, so you're now, you're now gaslighting me. You're gaslighting the one that got run over, one. And then you are like invalidating my experience and not even asking me if I'm okay. Like how vile. 
Imagine if that's your relative. Imagine if that is your son. Disgusting. Death to them all. Or is it death to all of them? I always get it mixed up. I think it's death to them all. Wendy Williams. Ah. Um, whatever. And then the guy's like, he's a delivery driver. And he's like, oh, I'm probably going to lose my job now. So you're saying it's my fault? <laughs> okay, what is your point that you're trying to make here, sir? Because I'm sensing that you are putting the blame onto me and I don't like that vibe. I'm just trying to get my bun and my coffee. Um, and then he's just a bit disheveled, like doesn't really know what to do in a state of shock, let's say. And he's like, oh, I don't... And then he get. And I'm like, well, come on, like, get up. Don't be a fucking pussy. I'm like, come on get up, get up. And then I like help him. I'm like, are you okay? Like, I kind of feel bad because I'm a good person, even though you ran me over. So that, <laughs> why am I the one getting run over? And I'm going, I feel really bad. Like, is this my fault? No, it's not my fault. But I, just to make him feel better in the moment, I was like, do you know what? It is your fault, but like, it's also my fault. Like, I feel like it's not my fault. And you know, I'm happy to take 50% of the blame. Let's just call it 50, 50. Like maybe I should have stopped and maybe you should have stopped. I shouldn't have stopped because the law is that I have the right of way. He should have stopped, so it's his fault. You're pissing me off, but you know, whatever, let's go with it. And I'm like, come on, like, are you okay? Like, pick up his helmet, like, pass it to him. And he's like, oh, I just don't know what to do. And like, the cars are going around him because we're still in the middle of the zebra crossing. I'm like, well, maybe we should get out of the road because <laughs> you're kind of black on the way here, girl. So he's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, come on, let's go this way. And then I'm like, I can't believe you just run me over. And I'm like, I'm sensing from your vibe that you're you're like, this fucking bitch, it's all her fault. And he was like, I didn't call you a bitch. I was like, no, that, I was just, I'm just telling you what your vibe is giving right now. And then I was like, I just can't believe I got run over. I was like, this is going on my podcast. And he was like, you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what is it? <laughs> Anyways, it was so funny. And I was just like, I can't believe I got run over. And I was just saying to him, listen, like, it is your fault. I was... And if you're wondering if this is how I spoke to the man that ran me over, this is how I spoke to the man who ran me over. I was just like, um, do you not know the law, girl? <laughs> like, it's a zebra crossing, low-key, like, it is your fault. Like, I do feel bad, so, like, maybe it's a bit of my fault. But, like, low-key, it's your fault. Like, you should have looked. Do you not know the law? Do you not have a license? <laughs> like, what is happening? Why did you not stop? I just thought it was hilarious, to be honest. Because, listen, I didn't actually get hurt. Yes, your bike hit into me. Yes, I felt it. But at the same time, I felt nothing. <laughs> I've had a tumultuous week. <laughs> that was the least worst thing that has happened to me. If anything, I now have a brilliant story to tell you and all of my friends. And it's so entertaining. And it has kind of fulfilled something for me. Not that I wanted to get run over, but I have been pondering the experience. Um, so, yeah. And then, basically, <laughs> I then was like, I'm going to see you. And he was like, are you really? And I was like, no. I can't be bothered. And I also don't know how to do that. <laughs> but I always would say, like, if someone runs me over, go for it. Like, I'm going to get so much money. But, you know, I don't think he was in a position to give me money. And also, I'm not a hater. Like, I feel like you have to read the room. Like, if I actually got run over, 
then I would sue, obviously, but whatever. Um, so yeah, it was just really funny. And then he was like, do you have, a, you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah, like I'm totally telling this story on it. It's so funny. And he was like, what is it? And then basically the guy that ran me over is now a subscriber to this YouTube channel and follows the podcast Instagram. I feel like only I could get run over and convert a... <laughs> convert that person into a subscriber of my podcast hey what can I say I'm great with people <laughs> and then he was just trying to chirps me so Malik if you're watching this because you are a subscriber that was funny um and yeah and then he proceeded to tell me like you would be a great therapist and I was like thank you I believe so um oh and also another funny thing because he was like, I think he was a bit nervous that I was going to like report him or something. And I was just like, babes, I can't be bothered. I also don't care. <laughs> I don't care that you ran me over. Like, it's kind of funny. Um, and he was just like, you're so chill. He was like, you're so stoic. And I was like, girl, <laughs> you don't know me. Um, I tried to be enigmatic. Well, I don't try to be enigmatic. Um... That's a new word I've added to my vocabulary, by the way. It means to be mysterious. However, listen, at the end of the day, I like to overshare. I like to bombard people with my every waking thought. Um, some people say, think before you speak. I just say, speak. <laughs> think later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is my survivor story. My road accident story and... What a time to be alive, honestly. Exhilarating. Malik, if you are watching this, watch where you're going next time. Oh, also, he was like, kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do because the bike is a little bit fucked. And I was like, it's not. I was like, the only thing that really happened is your tiny little, like this small <laughs> mirror is cracked. I was like, it's so fucking small. Just look it up on eBay and super glue it in. Like, it's chill, girl. Relax, take a chill pill. And I was like, I gotta go now. It's raining, so peace. But how funny is that? It's so funny. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Absolutely Everything. You've probably noticed that we're in a new location. It's just because it's so dark in the other room and I need all the serotonin I can get. The sun's only gonna be up for another hour and a half. It's 2 p.m. So we're in the bedroom and honestly, it's gorgeous. I'm sitting on the floor. I just got um, wooden floors put in in my bedroom because it used to be this hideous, disgusting carpet, like the rent -a beige carpet. And it was like 10 years old apparently. And it was just so gross and matted and like ho horrible. And I have two cats. And so like they have fur and shit. And like, it was so old that it wouldn't even hoover properly. So then, and it would get so, it would collect so much of their like fur and shit, like really fast. And I had to buy a carpet scraper off of Amazon and I would have to go on my hands and knees and scrape the fucking carpet and then pick up all the hair and put that in a bin bag and then hoover it. And it was just so tedious. It was so tedious. It honestly was debilitating. It ruined my life for such a long period of time. And I just said to my landlord, listen up, sir. It's time for a revamp. Let's get the vibes going. It's not looking gorgeous in here and it's ruining my vibe um, and I really do think everyone will benefit from 
taking this hideous thing out of this room and putting in some nice wooden flooring. And if you don't ask, you don't get. That is what my father taught me at a young age and I've been using that ever since and it's gotten me so many things in life, <laughs> including this new floor. So it's, I think, two days old now and I'm just loving the new vibe. It's so nice to get a new vibe. Oh, it feels great and like I am going to redecorate my flat now that it's man, man oh man, my love is man oh man, nothing in the world belongs. <clears throat> now that it's all mine, mine or mine, I have ideas. I'm going to make it beautiful because I've lived here for four years and when I lived with my ex we never really like decorated really like it's quite empty um probably because subconsciously we were never fully committed to each other maybe I don't know but maybe but I don't know <laughs> so I'm really excited I have big dreams I want to put up shelves and get loads of plants and a little rug a new mirror like put up some bookshelves it's gonna be just so perfect and beautiful and mine all mine <laughs> I'm so happy you guys everything is working out for me and also my angels my spirit guides have been communicating with me today I saw two 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 and I was like, oh, that's lovely. Because I was thinking about something that I was manifesting. And then I just go on my phone. And then I see 222. So it affirmed what I was manifesting. And then, then I was um, on my phone. Uh, and then went to go off of my phone. And went on to the homepage. And something crazy happened that has never happened to me before. The angels are really speaking to me today. And basically, the time was 11.44. And my battery percentage was 44%. So it was 4444, but simultaneously, the date was 11 and what else was 11? The weather was 11 degrees. So it was 1111 and 4444. And then I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And then literally like five, five, not even that, like three seconds later, the time changed. And then it wasn't that anymore. And I just feel like that wasn't a coincidence that I saw that. And that is crazy. That's never happened to me. Like double, double. So fucking insane. And, you know, slay. <laughs> I just think if it's not hurting anyone, it gives me something to live for. And I actually do believe in angel numbers because I always see 222, 444, 1111. And then a new one that entered my life maybe like two months ago is 555. And I've never had that one ever. But I, I get that one now as well. So pretty groovy, if you ask me. Also, I went into work today. <laughs> I've spent the past two hours of my life traveling because I went into work today. Hey, girls. Hey, girls. Jen, why are you here? <laughs> you're not in today, are you? Yes, I am. I am in today. Mm, no, you're not. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be in today and I traveled for an hour. Mind you, I woke up, just so many hours have passed. Um, yeah, I traveled for an hour to get to work, wasn't supposed to be in. Honestly, it was a lovely surprise. I was so happy and I was like, perfect. 
I'm gonna go home then. See you later, girls. So I told them, I just hung out with them for a little bit and then told them the story about me getting run over, you know, catching them up. And then I was like, wow, I have a free day and I'm already doled up. What am I gonna do with it? The world is my oyster. So I was like, I'm gonna make my podcast because I wanted to tell the story of my road accident whilst it was still fresh. So yeah, that was funny. But you know, I wasn't really that bummed out that I went all the way to work to go all the way back because I had a great time. I love walking around. And also it's a really nice day today. It's blue skies and sunny. So if anything, it was just some nice me time. <laughs> but do you know what the crazy thing is? Like I literally checked my shift three times. Three times I checked it yesterday. I checked it this morning. I checked it last night. Wait, that's already three. And I also checked it um, just before work when I was like having my just before work Siggy. But I was looking at the wrong day. I was looking at next Monday. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I, do you know what? I've had just the most beautiful day. I had a wonderful evening yesterday as well. Um, but I would like to announce that I got Noah Kahan tickets this morning and I am just absolutely overjoyed. I have things getting booked in 2024 and I do believe strongly within my heart and soul that 2024 is going to be the best year of my life. Like I've spent this past year renovating my mind, body and soul and I feel like I've built a beautiful foundation. I have done some weeding I've done some planting and I'm now doing some nurturing. I'm watering my plants and all the weeds have gone. And now I just have this perfect landscape for everything to start growing and flourishing. So I have been doing my housekeeping, my gardening, and now 2024 is the year that everything starts blooming for me. So I'm really excited and my new philosophy on life is why are you spending all of your money on takeaway? <laughs> like ordering food or whatever and that's it so now I'm spending all of my money on experiences and you know I have been having many experiences recently and I haven't checked my bank account and I fear what it's going to tell me but I think I think it's going to be fine I think it's going to be fine and if anything I have many clothes to sell so I need to get on that although guys if anyone watching this has like bought something off my vintage I'm so sorry but I'm not doing that right now and I have sold like a few things but I just don't even want to look at what I've sold because I don't even want to go and find the item and pack it up and post it so there have been a few items that have been sold and then been refunded and then I got the the bad review because sale not completed and someone did DM me the other day asking if I was still selling on Vinted because they checked my reviews <laughs> and saw because I think they wanted to buy something from me. And I'm sorry if you're watching this and I didn't reply to you. But one has only got so much energy. One has only got so much energy. The thought of replying to that message, even though I did it in my head, but doing it in real life is way harder. So I am sorry. I will be back on Vinted selling my clothes. It's just not right now. When I'm desperate. <laughs> oh my God, it's 1414. That's another angel number that I always see. Guys! Angels, you're speaking to me today, today. <laughs> Feeling kooky. Feeling kooky. And 
this is all me because I had a coffee, but that was at 10.50 a.m. So this is all me, baby. I, I'm just so happy that I'm going to know Kaham because honestly, I don't know why, but like, obviously I was obsessed with Stixies and like everyone else on this planet, but I hadn't, um, listened to his album, um, the newer one with all the newer songs. And I did it like last week and it's honestly, it's, it's altered the way I view life. It has... <laughs> ruined me who gave him the right it is insane he is so fucking talented I am in love with him I might name my child after him because Noah is a really lovely name I really like that name very biblical also um but I'm just so happy because honestly like I've been listening to him so much recently and there are so many songs that have deeply moved me on his album I've just been I've been crying a lot to his music but in a good way well <laughs> call your mom got me in a bad way but um yeah his music is just so fucking stunning and the way he writes is so fucking beautiful and the way he sings is so incredible and I am in absolute awe of him and I'm so thankful for his music and there, there's just there are artists obviously that I love that I would love to see live and then there are artists that I love that I need to see live that when I see them live I will combust and I will not be able to stop crying and screaming and hyperventilating and having um an out-of-body experience. And those people are Taylor Swift, Noah Kahan, Zach Bryan, Keaton Henson. Although I wouldn't be combusting at Keaton Henson. I would just be like mellowy, mellowy? Mellow and like down bad. But like, yeah, I would say Taylor Swift, Zach Bryan, Noah Kahan. Um, who else? I'm not sure right now, but those are my top three that have deeply moved me. <laughs> I just can't believe I'm going. But do you know what the funny thing is? Because I signed up for pre-sale and then it was like this. I didn't even know that they were going on sale today. And then I got the notification. I was like, oh, sick. Let me log on to that queue. And then I log on to the queue. But I'm also getting ready for work. The work, the, the job that I didn't even have to go to today. I'm getting along in the queue. I'm almost into the website. And I'm like, cool. I'm almost there. And somehow I completely forget that I was even queuing for these tickets. And I finished getting ready. I'm singing to my music. <laughs> I'm singing to James Morrison, Wonderful World, Broken Strings, You Give Me Something. So much fun, so much fun. I recently rediscovered him because um, I was on TikTok the other day on the train and he has a video of him doing an acoustic version of Broken Strings. And again, I was deeply moved. So I had to tap back in. But anyways, let's not get sidetracked. I left the house and go on my phone to put a song on. And then it's like, you entered the website 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, fuck's sake. And I'm just thinking like, okay, well, it's now 10.40. The tickets went on sale at 10. There's not gonna be any fucking tickets left. Um, but I go, I like rejoin the queue anyways. 
And then I get into the website and there's still tickets. So I'm like, oh my God, bang in, add it to my basket. Try to check out, won't let me check out. So then I have to release the tickets. I release the tickets and try to pay four times. At this point, I'm trying to stay hopeful, but I don't want to get my hopes up too bad. So I'm also leaving room for the disappointment. But the stars aligned for me and I managed to get tickets. I didn't know what tickets I was getting. I just clicked like best available. Uh, and to my surprise, <laughs> I got standing tickets to see Noah Gahan. And I'm so fucking happy. I'm going on my own. <laughs> I'm going to have the best time. I... <laughs> I know every word to every song. I mean, not yet, because I need to learn all the words, but I'm getting there. And by that point, I'll know every word to every fucking song. And there's just something about when you, somebody deeply moves you like that and you know every word to every song and you're ready, you're ready to see them live. And I am just so excited. I'm going to the Eras tour next year. I will literally fucking die. Do you know how life-changing that will be? That is fucking insane. So I'm just not ready for that, first of all. Um, then I'm seeing Noah Kahan. I'm also seeing Faye Webster next year. Going to that on my own. Going to Taylor Swift with my best friend Jack, with my friend Hannah and Jack's boyfriend, Owen. So that'll be really fun. Um, but yeah, Faye Webster, She her live shows look really funny. If you've seen like clips of it on TikTok, she just like does some random shit on her shows. Uh, so yeah, really trying to get into seeing music live because I've never been a huge like concert or gig goer. I think it's just like growing up, my friends were never really doing that. Like my sister grew up like massively doing that because like her friendship group would really be into going to see music live but not me <laughs> like I said I've had zero life experiences but I'm ready to start living now and yeah I'm really excited to see all of my favorite artists live and I don't care about going on my own because like if I love the artist like it's not like I'm talking to anyone anyways so so yesterday I went to meet up with the chefs that I was talking about in, was it last week's episode? Yeah, it was last week's episode. And unfortunately Hannah could not make it because she double booked. And then I was like, oh, um, maybe I won't go for like a split second. And then I was like, wait, like I wanna go. So I'm just gonna go. So I ended up going on my own and I met up with, um, Kevin Keith, the chefs from Orange, they're part of the trio called See You Soon, and they're lit, um, very cool people, um, and we went to Kiln, and I met up with them, and honestly, had the best time, guys, if you're watching this, <laughs> so nice to have some new friends, and we had the best time, it was just so fun, like, we all really got along, um, I'm like a massive foodie and it was just like a fun experience to um, see chefs order food because one kiln is so fire and I've been dying to go there. So I highly recommend you go. It's on Brewer Street in Soho and it's fucking banging. And they've already been like, I think three times and they've only been in London for a month because they're from Toronto. 
um, and they're doing like a guest residency at Orange in Shoreditch and their food is fire, you need to go. But actually this episode is going to come out when they're not in London anymore, so never mind. <laughs> but yeah, it was just so it was just so funny to see them order because basically Keith ordered, and he is just such a funny character. Like he needs he needs his own TV show. Like he's super chill, super funny. He's like half here, half not here. Do you know what I mean? Like he's kind of off in the clouds, but then he's kind of here at the same time, and he's just like very amusing to be around. And he was like just ordering. He was like, "Yeah, we will get two of these." And when this come, when this comes out, can you also bring the rice out? But then when this comes out, can you bring more rice out? <laughs> the food was crazy. And basically, I don't eat. The only meat I eat is chicken and fish. But they ordered some dishes that had pork in, and I was just like, Do you know what? Like we're in a banging restaurant gotta try it I just gotta try it so I tried it I tried this like sausage thing with this like um I think it's like a mint leaf or something oh no like a curry leaf or something like that um it blew my mind it was crazy we had to order another one because it was just so fucking good but it was so the food there you guys have to go it's insane but it's really hard to get a table I think to book you have to book like three weeks in advance we didn't book they turned up at 4 30 I turned up at 10 past 5 I don't think we got seated till 6 so we were waiting for a while but we were just like standing and having some drinks and then afterwards we went to Bethnal Green and we went to this cocktail place by where they were staying called Satan's Whiskers and I highly recommend that apparently it's number 28 ranked in the best cocktail bars in the world which is insane and honestly the vibes were popping there like I really liked how the lights were turned down real low and it was very candle lit um because it just makes you feel cozy you kind of want to just stay there and like drink a bunch of cocktails and then stand up and be like I am wasted <laughs> but I got a hot toddy because that is my winter drink. I'm really into hot toddies right now. They just feel great. And also because I've just been smoking so many fucking cigarettes because maybe I'm addicted again. <laughs> Am I trying to cope from something? <laughs> I feel like I got triggered a while ago and by something. I haven't looked inward yet because I've just been too busy and maybe I'm avoiding, but I think I have been coping by smoking cigarettes. But I've just been enjoying it. And if I'm enjoying something, like I just want to live my life. I just want to have enjoyment in my life. So yeah, but my tonsils are kind of, I can feel for a while now, they've been slightly painful. So the hot toddy is just gorgeous when it goes down. If you don't know what hot toddy is, it is hot water bourbon or whiskey, um, lemon, spices and sugar. So like agave or whatever. And it originated in India, I think in the 1700s. Yeah, Googled it the other day. <laughs> the cocktail place was really good. And then the third member of the trio joined us. His name is Michael. That is my father's name also. And he's also Filipino like me, which is really cute. But I just had such a good time. Like, Imagine me, just a girl, hanging out with three men. But like, 
it just wasn't weird. Like I, the, the thing is, I've never had boyfriends, like, like just boys that were my friends. The only boys that I've been friends with, I've just like kind of fancied or they fancied me, but I've never had like um, platonic. Is platonic the word for when you don't fancy someone? I don't know. Um, I feel like that's right. Uh, male friends. And I've always wanted them because I do like guys. I really enjoy their company and I find it really chill to hang out with them. I just never really made any. <laughs> Maybe because they all fancy me <laughs> or I fancy them. Um, but yeah, they were just such chill vibes and it was so fun and it was so lovely. And now I have like three new friends and they're just so exciting because they're so, they're so, um, talented and they're so inspiring like their stories of like they all had like really good jobs in like the industry like um I think Kev was like running this like natural wine bar um I think Keith was running like or he opened a restaurant that was like like the biggest restaurant in Toronto or something like that like crazy fucking shit like crazy like they're so mad talented their vibes are out of this world like they're so chill and cool and talented um and and then they just decided to start their trio see you soon and like they've been doing a guest residency in London for like two months and then in Feb they're doing one at early June which is I think the biggest guest residency in the world, which is just such a crazy huge accomplishment considering they've only been doing this together for like a year or something or like less than, I don't know. Um, yeah, and then I think they're, they're doing one in New York. It's just, it's so crazy and they're so interesting and it was just so cool and like they have like, um, like a huge list of like just all the places they've gone to with like, um, bakeries bars restaurants whatever and then they've like been ticking them off and like rating them out of 10 and I just love those vibes and I'm really into it and it's just really cool to make friends with new people and now I have friends in Toronto so they were like you have to come we'll show you around and it's just so exciting and when I go to New York next year I think maybe they might also be in New York around that time like in the springtime so fucking fun and I'm just feeling so crazy because I am making friends I'm making friends with like really interesting inspiring individuals and what a beautiful wonderful life I am having so much fun and I'm really actually living the life I've always wanted to be living like since I broke up with my ex and I really closed, that was like the final chapter I needed to close, like in my old life to really kind of step foot into my new life and the new version of myself. Um, everything's opened up for me and I'm attracting in and um, just all these incredible people and I'm having all these incredible experiences and like everything is just so wonderful and it's so nice. Like my friend Divya at work is like Loki, one of my new besties. Um, we've hung out twice now, like outside of work. And 
we've gone for like mulled wine in this really cute place um, near our work. And the way in which we've been able to connect after really like not knowing each other for very long is so nice. Like she's a Taurus like me and our birth charts are very compatible, but um, we just have the most beautiful conversations. And I think it's because when you find someone that matches your energy and they give the same amount that you give to the time you're sharing together, is like a very equal give and take. And we both allow each other to speak and we like really listen to each other. And I think we're both very interested in getting to know each other and learning about each other. And like, I love when I meet someone new to really get to know them. Like I really wanna know them. I wanna know what their childhood was like. I wanna know what their relationship with their family was like or is like. Um, and what they think and how they feel. Just all of these intricacies of people's lives um, I find fascinating. And I think she she matches that interest with me as well. And it's really nice. And it's nice to be asked about yourself and it's really nice to have somebody be deeply interested in you and getting to know you. But I have had like loads of experiences in my life where I've been that for people, but it hasn't really been reciprocated. And so I feel like I've had a lot of experiences where I've made new friends or like even existing friends where I'm always asking them about themselves um, and wanting to know what they've been up to and all of these things. Um, and it's them talking, which is great, but then that it's mostly just all about them. And then I never get asked about my interests <laughs> or they know what's going on in my life, but they don't even ask me. They don't even go, oh my God, how is your podcast going? I know that was really hard for you to start. Um, I'm really proud of you. I just wanna be told, <laughs> somebody tell me you're proud of me. To be fair, I some people have said that, which is very nice. Like my best friend, Jackie. I love you, Jackie. Um, but yeah, it is, and I was having this conversation with Divi, I was, and it's so interesting because she's had like the exact same experiences, and I've said to her like, yeah, I have a lot of friends, like just because I'm like a social person and like in the kind of work that I'm in, I go to like events and stuff, so I like make loads of friends, but it's not like quality friendships. I, I only really feel like I have like a few like solid actual friends. And I was saying to her, I was like, I just feel as though like I've never really had like solid, solid friends, obviously apart from the ones that I do have, um, that have really been there for me in the way that I've been there for them. Like my whole life, even growing up, um, I'm literally not friends with anybody that I was friends with at school. And I was just saying to her, like when you are that for somebody and they don't give it back to you, it's just very hurtful and you go into the situation like hanging out with that friend and you give them so much and they can't even give you a little bit back and it just drains you because you're giving them a lot but they're not even giving you anything back so they're just draining you and then you just feel really upset and really hurt and then you're kind of like oh but 
you know, they are really sweet and maybe they have like this going on. So maybe they just weren't in the right headspace to like ask me about me or like be there for me. Um, and that may be true, but then I was saying to Divya, like it's taken me this long to really like realize that just some people can't give you that. Cause obviously people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So like just, some people just can't give you what you need them to give you. And you have to kind of either give that to yourself or be open to meeting someone new that can give you that and be that friend for you. Because you have friends for everything, like the fun friend or the friend that you go to for advice or the friend that's always gonna be there to listen to you. I feel like sometimes it's difficult to find one person who encapsulates everything. Um, so yeah, that was always something that really lacked in my life. Um, just a friend who deeply cared about me as much as I cared about them and was really invested and like somebody that really supported me and was proud of my achievements and like, let me know that. Um, Cause it's hard riding solo, you guys. <laughs> like I am proud of myself, sure. But like you want people around you that uplift you and support you. And they're like, oh my God, congratulations. And like, even though like it's a, it might seem like a small feat, like starting my podcast was something that was really debilitating for me for like fucking 10 months. Cause I was just so trapped in fear. And yeah, it's just, well, it's not surprising, but it's just, yeah, not surprising that <laughs> no one really said anything. <laughs> Whatever you guys, it's fine. Um, I have Divya now. And also Freya, I love you Freya. I love Freya so much. Um, and honestly, like Charlie at work, she is so lovely. When I dropped my first episode, I didn't even tell her I was on Spotify and she sent me a screenshot. She clearly like typed it in, into Spotify to listen to it. And she was like, I'm listening. And it's just like, how, how funny that people that I've known at that point, I think for like two weeks, are so supportive and deeply invested in me in comparison to some people that I've known for a really long time. So maybe it is a little bit hurtful, but I have just, well, basically what I was saying to Divya about this, I was just like, do you know what? Like if we're constantly kind of getting hurt by friends because they're not able to give us what we need from them, like, they're not able to kind of emotionally fulfill us or support us in the way that we want them to. We need to just start accepting that they're just not able to do that for us and put boundaries in place so that we can protect ourselves and be like, okay, like I know that you're not gonna be able to give me this in our friendship and that's fine. I get that from this friend or I get that from myself, but I'm not gonna, keep myself fully open to you and expect that you can give me what I need you to give me when I know that you can't. And so I'm gonna put a boundary in place so that now I know that you won't be able to give me that. And when you don't give me what I'm hoping for, I'm not gonna be so devastated and like upset because I've accepted that you're not able to do that. And I think it's kind of hard because like when you know your friends really well, you're kind of like, oh, you kind of make up excuses for them or you kind of put yourself in their shoes and you're like, oh, well maybe because of this, they're not able to like really be there for me. But it's like, okay, but you're still hurting yourself because you're still expecting something that they're not able to give you. So it's just, I think about putting boundaries in place. Um, 
Because I was saying to Divya, I was like, because she really related and she was like, oh my God, like I feel the exact same. And I was just saying, I was like, because it's so easy to play this blame game in life. And when you're hurt and upset, it's so easy to blame the person that hurt you and upset you. When as much as it may be like partially their fault, at the end of the day, like you're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for the way you feel. Like you are in control of how you feel and how you let things affect you. As much as we like to think that we're not because we like to not be responsible because it means you have to work and you actually have to like put things in place like boundaries and whatever, we are. And so the reason I in experiences have been deeply hurt by friends that haven't been able to meet me where I've been able to meet them is my own fault because I allow them to do that because I don't bring up how I feel because I don't want to hurt their feelings and it's not that I think it's like with certain people in the past like I know that if I had brought up like hey um I don't want this to be weird but I've been feeling a type of way and I just want to let you know I really don't want you to take it personally like I love you it's just something that you've been doing recently has been quite hurtful to me and I I'm sure you don't even know that you've been doing it so I just wanted to communicate it to you so that you know how I feel like even if you say something in like a really good way with certain people you just know that they won't be able to take it and not take it personally. Um, and I just don't think it's worth like, I would rather kind of work on it myself and like put a boundary in place and like heal from that internally than to potentially upset my friend or make them overthink about something. Cause I just, I don't know, I do think it's good to communicate, but I just think like, if you feel as though like, they're not gonna be able to take it well, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, if I'm able to sort it out on myself, like I'll just sort it out on myself. That is the difference between either telling your friend that they've hurt you or not telling your friend that they've hurt you and fixing it on your own. Because the other example where you wouldn't tell your friend that they hurt you is if you go, hey, um, you did something, you said something the other day, it really hurt my feelings. Um, I just wanted to let you know, I'm a really sensitive person and I would really love if you just maybe didn't do that in the future. Um, yeah. And then if that person takes it personally, they might not even really hear it in a way of trying to understand that person and putting them into their shoes and having empathy and compassion. They're just gonna hear, you hurt my feelings then maybe like the ego is gonna step in, then they'll start getting defensive and and maybe then they'll just invalidate your feelings and they'll be like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. Some people are just not good with taking on things like that because their ego just plays such a big part in their life and they will get defensive. And to be honest, as soon as they hear that you've done something, they're like, oh, <gasps> they're attacking me and they don't wanna take responsibility for their actions. And so they'll just deflect and project 
and then you'll come away from it and then it will just start this argument and then you'll be the one being like no I didn't mean it like that um I feel like this is going the wrong way like I just wanted to have this open conversation with you and then they'll start getting like super defensive and weird and then you'll come away from it being like what the fuck just happened and it would have made it way worse than it needed to be if you just didn't say anything in the first place so yeah I think it's just about kind of figuring out how somebody might react before bringing up something because some people just aren't I think fully conscious and present enough to be able to hear feedback like that and not take it personally which is really jarring like my ex was like that it was really fucking jarring and like you could not you cannot bring up something because like it would be like hey, I really didn't like when you did that the other day. And then he would be like, okay, well, you did that to me the other day. So <laughs> it's like, okay, we've got an absolutely no way here. Like, fair enough if I did that to you the other day, but it's like, oh, I'm so sorry that that hurt you. Um, thanks for letting me know. I'll be a bit more aware of it next time. Um, as we're on this conversation, I didn't say anything at the time, but you also did something similar to me last week and it hurt me. Um, I just wanted to let you know if you could also be a bit more conscious and then I can be like oh I'm so sorry I wasn't aware I did that yeah and then squash sorted no resentment lingering that is how fucking healthy communication works and it pisses me the fuck off that so many people like don't like know how to do it I mean to be honest it's literally just men it's literally just men like I it's so fucking jarring where are the emotionally intelligent men where are they <laughs> Show me one, please, honestly. Um, so yeah, fuck men. I have no idea if, what was I saying? Like, what was my point in all of that? I can't remember. Um, oh, I was just talking about Divya, yeah. Yeah, we just have really beautiful conversations, like the one you and I just had together. And I love that, like, that for me is true, like, deep connection and really, like, having a quality like experience with somebody being able to talk about stuff like that I mean for me personally because I'm just very interested in psychology and kind of like I guess bettering yourself and growing and just being just a healthier person and like building a good toolkit so I really enjoy hearing other people's experiences and and I just find people so fascinating and I love meeting new people and I love learning about them I think there's always something that you can learn from somebody everyone is so unique and exciting so yeah I'm feeling great to be alive talking about meeting new people I met a wonderful girl who is from Tokyo and um she's a photographer and she basically came over well she's visiting London and I was like oh I kind of need to shoot a picture for my podcast but I need like <laughs> a professional to do it would you like to come over and we can hang out and take some just like fun pics in my bedroom and she agreed and she came over and she helped me out and the pictures look so beautiful and she is just so cute and we were having so much fun and I was showing her my playlist and she was like 
oh my God, you listen to Wet. Like I have never met anyone that listens to Wet. And I was like, yes, I love this album. And she really enjoyed my music. And we were just having so much fun together. And I was like, let's just hang out. Like I have nowhere to be today, so we can just hang out. Um, I'll cook you dinner. We can get, go get some mulled wine. So we ended up doing that, spending the day together. I cooked her dinner, we had mulled wine, and I was like, have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally? And she was like, no. And I was like, let me put it on for you. And then we watched When Harry Met Sally and it was just so lovely. And I really enjoyed spending time with her. So it'd be so nice to see her. And now I, okay, let's list all the friends that I have. Friends in New York, friends in Amsterdam, friends in Vienna, friends in Toronto, friends in Tokyo. <laughs> isn't that kind of crazy that's so exciting oh my god my bum hurts so much I have another announcement to make I am moving <laughs> to New York City me and Freya are moving to New York City in a year a year and a half or two years one of those I feel like it's gonna be two years max but it's just really funny because I was saying to Freya, I was like, because we went for mulled wine also. And I was saying to her, um, I just, I'm really enjoying life right now. And my mind has just opened up so much and my world has opened up so much. And now I feel like there are just endless possibilities and I can honestly do whatever I want. Whereas that's just not how I thought or lived before. And now that I have this, whole new perspective I'm kind of like I could also live wherever I wanted to and the thing is like I know it's probably like partially like conditioning and growing up watching New York on like TV and film and stuff but for the past like five years I've just been so drawn to New York and I've really romanticized it in my head and I just really feel like I would really enjoy it there. And I've never been, which is why I'm going in the springtime. Freya's coming with me. Um, Divya's coming. Divya's coming. Um, Hannah's coming and Val's coming. Well, I think Hannah's coming. And Val's definitely coming. That's my friend from Vienna. Oh yeah, I have a, wait, did I say? I think I said Vienna already. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be really fun. And yeah so basically I invited Freya I was like you have to come to New York and she was like yes I'll come and then we were just chatting about it and I was like to be honest like I could probably live there like why don't we just like live there for like six months or something like you, we don't even have to live there for long but like just to see if we like it like wh why not is like my thought process literally why not like if I'm so drawn to there I have some friends there already why would I not want to live there if I'm feeling like I want to so crazy um and then and then she was really into that idea too and then I was like wait like would you actually move there and she was like yes and I was like oh my god while well, we're moving in let's move in together um and she was so fucking down. She was so down. And you know what's also crazy? I told Divya that we were moving to New York in like a year or two. And she was like, I'm literally going to live there for a bit, like after I graduate. And I was like, which will be on the same timeline as me and Freya, which is so insane. So I think we might move in as a trio, possibly. We'll see. 
Um, I just think that's so fun. Like, isn't that crazy? It's just so random. And Loki, like my friend Val, I think by the time I move, I reckon she would want to come too. She was, she's so down for that because I think she really wants to move to London. But if I'm going to be in New York, I know she likes a bit of New York City. So I feel like maybe she would come. Val, if you're watching this, let me know in the comments if you would move to New York. <laughs> I just think that's so crazy. And I was telling the guys this yesterday, Keith, Michael and Kev, and I was saying how... I was moving to New York and they were like, oh, that's going to be so sick. And I, they were like, you have a British accent too. So like, it's going to be crazy. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the girls in New York City with a British accent, I'm going to have the pick of the bunch. So winning, if anything. I also, it was so funny, yesterday at the cocktail bar, because I was having a hot toddy. They were like, what is a hot toddy? And I was like, no, you have to try it as Peng. And they were like, oh, this is so sick. And I was like, yeah, like I really want to go to a whiskey tasting because tequila used to be my drink, kind of over it. Now I'm really into natural wine, but now I'm really into hot toddies. And I know I've been drinking it with bourbon and I'm not quite sure what the distinguishable features are between bourbon and whiskey, but it, I feel like it's the same family. Um... And I really want to go and do a whiskey tasting and understand more about whiskey, figure out what my favorites are. I really, there's this Japanese whiskey that I used to drink that is really paying. Can't remember what it's called, but it's the one with like the white sticker and then the writing in, in like black, but it's so paying. And I was, say, I was saying that I wanted to go do that. And simultaneously, they were both like, whoa that's so sick and I was like yeah it's pretty hot isn't it I'm like also I gotta some add some things I mean I'm doing it for me but also that is hot if I know about whiskey there's just something about whiskey that is so attractive I think because it's I guess such a masculine a stereo a stereotypical masculine drink um that it's hot if a girl knows about whiskey and I would love to add some things to my resume. <laughs> I have just been so happy recently actually. I know in one of my other episodes I said that I keep saying I'm so happy when I'm not. It's not that I'm not happy, I am. I think I just have a tendency to feel kind of like emotionally unfulfilled and a bit lonely at times but other than that, I genuinely am like so happy in my life for the first time and everything does seem to be working out for me for the first time, which is so fucking nice. And Hannah is just so sweet. Like the other day out of the blue, she just sends me a link to her favorite album, um, which is an album by Maggie Rogers. And then she was like, and this is like my favorite song on there. And I was just like, this is the friendship that I've always wanted to have because we connect so much on music and we love like so many of the same artists and we like share songs with each other and stuff. And I'm like, that is my love language. Like, isn't that so sweet that someone's thinking about you and that they want to share something that they love so much because they think that you will also love it. Oh, and it's just so nice. It's so nice to like, for someone to be thinking of you. <laughs> I do feel like, yeah it's just really nice to connect and I did that with Divi I was like here's my playlist you're gonna love it here's a song you're gonna love it um yeah it's really sweet 
and I'm feeling very full. I did have a bit of a breakdown this week, but it was only because I was ovulating. Um, I was really depressed actually. And the thing is, like, I think through all of these new experiences, I've just been feeling like so many emotions. Um, whereas before I've kind of been on a plateau or is a plateau when you dip, whatever. I've been cruising and I've been very numb because I haven't had any, I've for the past three years, hadn't had like really that many like new experiences, new friendships, like quality friendships. Um, I was in a relationship that was just fucking stagnant as shit. And like, it wasn't a relationship. It was just like, you're together. Um, And so, yeah, my life was just very dull. And like, since I have come out of that and I'm living like, my life, the life that I want for myself. I've been hit with all these like new things that have been so exciting. And I feel like I'm feeling again for the first time in so long. And like, I'm an emotional person and I used to cry all the time to like music. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) It's fun, but I would, yeah, I would cry all the time to music. Just something that I enjoy to do. Um, and I haven't cried for so long. I think actually just because when I was breaking up with my ex the first time in like March, that was just so horrendous (laughs) that I was crying so much. And I think I was all out of tears. I think that took so much emotion out of me that I then became quite numb and I cried for the first time in ages the other day to Call Your Mum by Noah Khan. Um, And I was just like, wow, so magical to like feel and like to cry and it's like so cathartic. Some people might find it a bit strange, but it's not, so many other people do it. Um, And I just really enjoy that experience of like feeling things and then getting emotional and crying and like letting it out. And it's just like such a beautiful experience for me. And I just think it's, I just love feeling, even if it is like you're feeling sad or you're feeling a little bit triggered or nostalgic or whatever, it's still beautiful because you're experiencing emotion and you can feel. And I think when you do numb yourself for so long, once you start feeling again, it is beautiful, um, but yeah, I just found that song so wonderful amongst many other songs on that album. I just think the line, call your mum, is so simple but so profound um, because no matter how old you get or where you are in life, when you're in a really, really shit situation, you're always gonna need like your parents or like your mom and like even if I don't know I think maybe because I have a bit of a tumultuous relationship with my mom um I think that line kind of hit me a bit because it just reminded the well the song reminded me of some of the horrible experiences I've had and how even though I'm not necessarily that close with my mom I feel like maybe I could have used her in those situations. Um, even her just like hugging me or holding me or something. <laughs> Ew. 
It's getting emotional up here. <laughs> I'm like, ew, something's happening to me. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it was just very emotional. And my mom doesn't know about loads of my awful situations. And she doesn't even know I've broken up with my ex-boyfriend. So, <laughs> and that was four months ago, but whatever. Um, so yeah, that just really, <laughs> really hit me. And and I just found it to be so beautiful. Um, I'm moving. I was deeply moved. And I'm going to leave that there because I'm not going to cry on my podcast. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> I just have in my notes. Okay, so the other day, wait, this was yesterday. This was yesterday, just before I got run over. I basically, I had like half, not even half, a quarter left of my Whisper gold bar. If you haven't tried it before, try it, it's great. And I was like, oh, I need to eat this. And I already had my headphones in because I was about to leave the house to go get my coffee and, and bun before I got, like, I also get run over. I don't know why I did that, I did get run over. Um, so yeah, I was just, had everything, I was all geared up, had my coat on, my shoes on. And I was like, oh, I need to eat this. Oh, I don't want to stand up right now, let me just sit down. So I'm sitting down on the edge of my bed and like the next song comes on and it's Everybody Hurts. <laughs> And I'm just staring out the window. I'm just like eating this whisper bar. And then I realize what song's playing. And I'm just envision. I envision the scenario. And I'm just like, this is so amusing. Like how funny. Yeah. So <laughs> just wanted to tell you about that. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to wrap up this episode now. Um, but I wanted to end on some fun things. So <laughs> yesterday, I keep having intrusive thoughts. Like yesterday, before I got run over, there was a, um, one, one of those like bikes, exercise bikes, um, just outside somebody's house because they were getting rid of it. And I was just like, my brain is telling me to ride. <laughs> but I didn't because that would be strange because I was on my own. And it would also be kind of strange if I was with people because why do I need to do that? <laughs> but I really wanted to. And then another intrusive thought I had the other day, there was just, it had been raining and there was a huge puddle and I just wanted to jump in it. I wanted to jump in it. And then I wanted to take a picture of my, my boots and immersed in the water, but I didn't. And I had, I was like, oh, I could have totally done that. And the more I was walking past it, I was like, oh, do I go back? Do I go back? But then at that point I was a bit too far ahead and I had a train to catch, so I couldn't be wasting time paddling in a puddle but then it reminded me I've had that intrusive thought before and it reminded me I usually have those thoughts when I see puddles and when I used to babysit the kid called Ruby I we were walking back and it had been raining and there was a bunch of puddles and I was like oh, I want to jump in it and I'm like I'm with a kid like kids love jumping in puddles so I'm like do you want to jump in the puddle with me and she's like yes yeah. so we like jump in the puddle and it's like so funny for like two seconds I'm wearing boots. She realizes she's not wearing boots. She's wearing these like pumps or something. She's having so much fun until she wasn't. She realized that her feet were absolutely soaked. And then she just started crying. And then I was like, oh fuck, I should probably look to what shoes you were wearing. But hey, whatever. Um, And another cute and wholesome thing. When was this? Yesterday, I think. Yeah, yesterday. God, so many things happened yesterday. Um, this was when I was on my way to meet the guys for dinner. I was walking to the station and outside the station, there was two guys in Santa hats with an orcs. Um, wait, is it an orcs? 
with an aux? That doesn't make sense. Isn't the aux, isn't the aux like the thing that you plug in? That is, isn't it? With fucking speakers. Am I dumb right now? Actually so silly, sorry. <laughs> With speakers and they were playing out loud partridge in a pear tree. But they were like, <laughs> they were kind of like putting on a bit of a, an, a twist onto it, like kind of rapping to it. And it was so loud and they were so funny and amusing and it was just such a good vibe and everyone in the station, around the station was infected by their good vibes. And it was so funny and wholesome because to turn Partridge in a pear tree to a bit of a rap song is so amusing <laughs> and unexpected. Yeah, I think that's all I have to talk about today. Um, I don't really remember what I've spoken about, but I hope that it was good. My bum does kind of hurt from sitting on the floor, even though I am on pillows, but you know when you're on them for a while and it's just like flat. Oh my God, it's three o'clock. The sun will be going down soon. I'm really tired, I might take a nap, I'm not gonna lie. I can't believe I went to work today and I didn't even have work, but it all worked out for the best because now I have a day off. <gasps> I should go food shopping. I did say that I would do that. Have I done that yet? Nope. <laughs> I would love to do that. Maybe I'll take a nap and go food shopping. I also want to watch Fuck That's Delicious because there's a bunch of episodes that I haven't seen. Um, and I want to have a coffee. Oh, actually not if I'm gonna have a nap. But yeah, I know on the first few episodes I started doing this like solo date thing where I was like, I want you guys to send in pictures of your solo dates and we can share whatever, but I've decided I'm not doing that anymore because I can't be bothered. And also like nobody's actually watching my podcast right now. <laughs> Nobody knows who I am. So it's kind of also pointless because who's doing it? Nobody. But I mean, we might, I will, I'll probably bring that back for when I'm famous and everyone's watching my podcast because then everyone can get involved. But I feel like it's just kind of pointless right now. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode. If you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Don't be a fucking hater. Make sure you like it and make sure you leave a comment. Leave me a compliment in the comments. Oh my God, I um, I did that yesterday. I asked my new guy friends to give me a review and a rating and it was pretty good. They said great things. They said that they were really comfortable around me, that my energy was like so good and that I'm funny, etc., etc. And I believe all the things they said to be true. So it was nice to hear some words of affirmation. And on that note, I will be leaving. Um, I love you and I will see you next week. Goodbye.